All American Gunslingers presents Ubaldi Reports. Hey everybody, this is John with Ubaldi Reports, and with me tonight is I got my favorite cohorts. We're going to be discussing issues facing America, whether domestically or internationally. And this is all coming for veterans, and it's kind of ironic what's going on in the world right now. Now, I'm sure by now everybody's heard, unless you're under a rock, that there was a major terror attack on Saturday. I woke up Saturday morning and Hamas had attacked various um, Israeli settlements throughout southern Israel. And then four days later, this is Wednesday, and about 1,100 or plus Israeli citizens have been killed. 40 children were killed and beheaded. And it was a just a barbaric act. So, so this is what's all going are on. Are we calling there. this a terror attack or are we calling this an invasion because You could call it both, but it is a terror it's a major terror attack on Israel. Most uh, most Jews died in uh, or since the Holocaust. Since the Holocaust. Correct. So I have a question for you, John. Is Palestine a country? It depends who you talk to. Mm-hmm. That depends who you talk to. Some people say it is a country. Some people says it's not. The whole purpose of they wanted to get to, and the whole stated policy of the United States for both Republicans and Democrats since the Oslo agreements, I think in like 92, 93, was a two-state solution. So one, one Palestine, one Israel. What's the Okay, what is Hezbollah and what is Hamas? Hezbollah, Maybe, okay. Let's break it down that way. There's two different terror groups. Hezbollah is a Shiite terror group up in Lebanon. Hezbollah was formed in 1982 when Israel went into uh, Lebanon and pushed up all the way to Beirut. They were trying to root out the PLO under Yasser Arafat, and they forced the PLO to Tunisia. And Hezbollah formed as the reaction to the Israeli invasion, and they're a Shiite. Now, Hamas was formed in 1987 during the first Intifada. The Intifada was a reaction by the Palestinians against the occupation of, of of Israel, I mean, by Israel in the West Bank and Gaza Strip. Okay, go for it, Ray. So, Free Market Padmo said, if Palestine were a country, would the global community allow what Hamas has done? I have my own opinion about that, but... That, that's a good question, and I would hate to say this, it may not be the best answer. I don't know. Because right now, look what Hamas done, and look at the reaction. You have a lot of strong condemnation from from countries like the United States. That's an obvious one. But you have some countries in Europe. You have other countries, not so much. And you have the UN uh, uh, Secretary General saying he want he condemned what Hamas did, but then he want peace already to not to not to go t- too far regarding right. what Israel's response was. I think I think if. If they had done things a little bit differently, like, you know, actually consulting other countries of what's going on. And, okay, what and, do you mean by consulting other countries? Who, Israel? I, I think if, so the question was, if Palestine were a country, would the global community allow what Hamas has done? I think if Hamas had started to reach out and say, hey, what we're going to do is attack, like, militarily, maybe there would have been talking uh, uh, talking points, but when you go kill innocent civilians, and then the, then especially all of a sudden, in, see that's where I can group it as a terror attack because they targeted. That's uh, no they, longer they, military. They, tar- they targeted a festival. They targeted civilians. Well, it is a terror attack. That's yeah. been classified so, that. So it's it, a terror attack. I, I think. I think even if Palestine was a country and they did do exactly what they just did, no, I don't think anybody would have allowed it to happen anyway. 
But see, so, the whole thing goes back. I mean, this is a very complex situation right now. Now, right. Hamas being a, a Sunni terror group and Hezbollah being a Shiite terror group, they get all their funding from Iran and a mm. little bit from the international community. Now, you got to remember, Hamas controls, well, at least until recently, controls the, Ga- <laughs> the Gaza Strip. The, P- the Palestinian Authority is over in the West Bank. Yeah. The Palestinian Authority did once control or be in charge of the Palestinians in the Gaza Strip up until 2006. What happened is, as reprehensible as Hamas is, Hamas provides services, hospitals, clinics, jobs, things like that. The PL, the, the Palestinian Authority under Mahmoud Abbas is very corrupt. Yes, they just—it's just like almost what we faced in Afghanistan, where they have the Taliban and then the Afghan government. Afghan government, I, if you need, like, you want to get a business started, you got to give the government five thousand dollars to the Taliban. Okay, go set your business up. They were very efficient and got things done. So even though the reprehensible. What's their four hundred one k? But a lot, you know, like, you know. But I'm just saying, like, there, you're, there's, this is the terror group. Grad that, well, yeah, but it, but it's setting up. You're setting up like an organization. So I thought, like, if you tell me terror group, I'm thinking it's a bunch of guys is hanging out in a warehouse no, somewhere. No, a lot of these plot. terror groups are very well financed and very well organized yeah. and led. Now, in uh, 2015, when President Obama signed the uh, the Iran nuclear deal. He lifted a lot of the sanctions and gave relief, economic relief. Hezbollah was, um, this is the terror group in Lebanon, was virtually uh, fiscally bankrupt and personally, uh, the personnel were bankrupt because their fighters had got decimated in the Assyrian Civil War. So then when um, the deal went through, money flowed to Iran and they took that money and uh, gave it to Hezbollah and Hamas. Trump came along cratered the energy market so energy was trading at like 30 or 40 dollars between 30 and 40 dollars a barrel and he put crippling sanctions <laughs> on iran iran was really financially struggling until president biden came along okay so not too recently uh the administration made this deal tra- trading prisoners for money correct <clears throat> so we just handed over six billion correct to iran and iran has been known to fund or support hamas correct so did america in a sense support or kind of aid or fund this Okay, on that, on that money that we, what you're talking about, giving six billion dollars to return, I think five or six hostages. That money came that was frozen in a South Korean bank. It went to Qatar. It's still in the bank that the Iranians haven't used it yet. But the, what people need to understand also, the Iranians know they're getting six billion dollars. So if I give you, you're spending, let's say six billion on one thing. But you know $6 billion is coming. You have more freedom, of more latitude to spend that money in other areas because you know you're getting that money. So before we get back over to Ray's question, um, so prior, like during the, during the Trump administration, Jared Kushner was kind of working these um, peace deals the with- Abraham's Accord. Yeah. So are those just out the window now that since Israel well, has kind of taken up arms and is just like, we're taking care of business? We don't know yet. Because the, the the Saudi Arabia and the Gulf states, they what is what they say openly is different from what they say behind the scenes. We don't know yet. Mm-hmm. The Palestinians have always been a thorn, even in the Arab side. 
but they always still they still back the Palestinians. So at this case, we don't know how long term this goes. Now, right now, you potentially have a three front war because you have Hezbollah in the north, you have Syria and, um, and other um, Iran based terror groups in Syria, and then you have um, Hamas in, in Gaza all attacking Israel in a, in a three front. Okay, but going on that, so this is some lore, maybe even legend. I know you probably heard it as a Marine. I heard it as a Marine is that Israel is like a supreme fighting force. Like if the it Marines is. had could say who's better than them, they would definitely be saying like it's the Israeli the army. Israeli army is a very premier force. And took a blow, you know, though. for the longest time, there has been a lot of attacks on Israel, and because of America saying, "Hey, Israel, can you not can you not do this?" And considering the current administration, Israel's off the leash. And it's almost been talked about that if you let Israel go, they're going to do a clean sweep right through the Middle East. Well, because right now, before when they had they Israel and Hamas fought, it was always like border skirmishes, a couple rockets come in, they, Israel sends something back. It was always a tit for tat. Mm-hmm. This one's different. Even if the United States wanted to, and I don't know what they said behind the scenes, wanted to tell Israel to knock it off, to say, you can't do this, 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 and that. The question I would say, Israel only has a population of um, 8 million people, 8 million, maybe close to 9. They lost over 1,100 to almost 1,200 people. That would be equivalent to us losing 25,000 in one day. So the question I would, and I said this on a, um, on a radio show, how would we respond if Mexican drug cartels were to came into the United States, killed 1,200 American citizens, killed 40 uh, infant children, beheaded those infant children, raped, burned alive elderly personnel and other citizens, randomly shot 250 young people at a music fest for peace unarmed unarmed how do you think the united states or any nation would respond that's what israel is going through right now so i don't think that they're going to listen to the united states but the united states has always had at least under this administration and even under barack uh, under the obama a very contentious relationship with israel and even some of the gulf state because they've been trying to push this iran nuclear deal so um, Wolverine Element said um, Wolverine Element Oh, I'm sorry Wolverine <laughs> Element said Israel has been conducting a systemic ethnic cleansing for the last 75 years against Palestinians I would disagree or with system, that assessment yeah. because Israel became a nation in May of 1948 up until between 1948 and 1967 uh, the West Bank was controlled by Jordan. The Golan Heights was controlled by Syria. The Sinai and the West Bank were controlled by Egypt. There was no talk of a Palestinian homeland then. And in 1948, when they, Israel became a nation, there was a partition. Israel had a homeland. The Palestinians had a homeland. The Palestinians rejected it, and seven Arab armies went to conquer Israel. Now, I read this morning, just to catch my facts up, I read the, the, the um, Hamas charter. It says Israel, present-day Israel, is the homeland for the Palestinians. And they would want to eradicate every Jew. And they did what they did 
going by their charter. So you can say there's a lot of things I disagree with Israel has done in the past, especially in the West Bank with settlement issues and some of the other, there's other kind of things I disagreed with. But something like this, tell me where Israel came in and slaughtered 1,200 people in one day. Tell me where Israel came in and um, took 40 Palestinian babies, killed them, and then beheaded them. Tell me where Israel came in and took women who were like an elderly woman who was too infirm to be moved, burned her alive in their house. Or they kidnapped women, children. And it, so tell dog. me where that happened. So a uh, question here is that, you know, it's the same thing as if like between Ukraine and Russia. If Trump was in office or if the previous administration was in office, would this have happened? That's, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. I don't think so by going by this. Trump was very unpredictable. Every mm-hmm. world leader has said he was very un. But when he did act like he killed um, al-Baghdadi, and it's ironic that when um, president of China was at Mar-a-Lago for a dinner. I love this move. He turned, turned to him, excuse me, President Xi, I just launched missile strikes to kill al-Baghdadi. He killed Qasem Soleimani. He told the Iranians, you do this, this is what's going to happen to you, and did it. Then in Syria, when Russian mercenaries under the Wagner Group attacked a U.S. Special Forces compound, they killed 250 Russian mercenaries. So Putin didn't move. You notice how President Biden was the foreign policy expert. When he first got elected, we were told that this is the best foreign policy team that this country's had, probably going back to the Truman administration. Mm Mm-hmm. But look where we are right now. We have a proxy war with Russia, a potential war with China. Now we're in another war, in a, another regional war in the Middle East. But then look what he was trying to do with Iran. He gave Iran you know, sanctions relief. He gave them money. He gave, he, uh, when Iranian forces or uh, surrogates attacked U.S. forces, only a couple times did they respond back. So he showed weakness in this came up and then he was asked about our own intelligence failure so i gotta we I, didn't know? I, I have a question for ray because um, he's not really supportive when it comes to say ukraine okay or us supporting ukraine but how do you feel about the u.s supporting israel um so the united states and israel has always had uh an ally um when you start talking about innocent people there's a little bit more of a change um especially when they've been mercilessly slaughtered um, at the hands of terrorists. So, I mean, in this in this pursuit, I feel like it's necessary to go get the job done and set a freaking plan, get it in place, and act accordingly. On but it. how awesome it. would it be for your Marine, you're hanging on the Gerald Ford, you're sitting in the Mediterranean, and you're just waiting for that call. We all know what the Gerald we all, R. We, Ford we means. We, yeah, we want, that, <laughs> okay, we want that call to be like, hey, would you guys like to fight next to the Israelis? To go back to what you're saying, it's it's definitely different than the Russia-Ukraine. I mean, really, the, the Ukrainian country has really nothing but problems for the United States. We've invested a lot of money. Um, we all know it's a money laundering country, yet we still invest money into it. We're continuing to provide arms for the front lines. Um, European countries have really started to take action on not giving... Um, funds and equipment to the front lines and instead they are now holding back 
Poland, other countries, because they want to get ready because they know it's coming. Inevitably, Russia will take Ukraine. It's how much we're going to push back against Russia, and we've and this done a is good a, job. That, that could be another talk time for another podcast. Okay. But going back to what you said earlier, this is what I've said on a TikTok post that's going to be posted tomorrow. Is now President Biden spoke out on Saturday right after this happened, gave a brief statement. He also spoke out yet on Tuesday or yesterday, and um, the question is. How would he react? Because right now, State Department just released 24 Americans were killed. We still do. They think there's 20 missing, but we don't know right. if they're killed, if they're somewhere else, or who. How many Americans are held half captive and by that Hamas? That was devastating. As okay. Well. Now the question for Joe, President Biden: How is he going to respond if they start killing American citizens and they live stream? the video of the killing because they did that to those Israelis that they killed mm-hmm. in southern Lebanon. How is the president going to respond? He's not going to react. He's, he, but, he, okay, but that's I think whatever he, he does, but that's where he's going to have to do things and react to things because right now the president spoke on Saturday, Tuesday, and I think he spoke today, but he doesn't hold press conferences. You can't ask him a question. So I'm not sure how much the American people are going to stand by when all this is going on and nobody... He's just standing around while the world burns, right? Well, am, a, I, am I the only one? I mean, it's, we, it's, have Taiwan, the we have Taiwan, we have Ukraine, and we're having Israel right now. And he's just like... How, uh, can, you, how can you even get mad? His bedtime's in 12 minutes. <laughs> His bedtime was an hour <laughs> no, ago. But the point is, there's some decision now because of what's going on. If this becomes a regional conflict there's three choke points in the middle east that are world economic choke points there's the straits of hermuz there's the entrance into the red sea and there's also the straight the straight um the suez canal if any of those get disrupted especially uh, the straits of hermuz if iran says i'm going to punish the world because of this that sends energies of uh, costs have gone up how is the president going to respond considering he, um, he, he's, he shrunk the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve? And if he um, opens it up and we have to use 20 million barrels a day that we use, we would have expended that in 17, um, 17 days. So, Ray, what, are, what kind of questions are we getting off TikTok? Um, so we we went back to the Ukraine. We started talking about the Ukraine, but okay. something that um, I wanted to go back and talk to because it caught, kind of caught my attention by Hobart Ball 8 is Hamas didn't get them Colts from Walmart. And there's something that I saw that a couple of Republicans are actually taking to um, accountability. So what do we do we hold them accountable because we saw a lot of videos of m4s being used in the the terrorist attacks so did they come were they american supply or were they terrorist supply can you repeat that question again where where, where are the weapons coming from where are, are, the they, are, coming? are they coming well, from afghanistan or are they coming from okay, ukraine now, they're because com- they're american weapons they're not rush they're not soviet weapons no they're coming from um <laughs> they're coming from a lot of the weapons are coming from Iran, and a lot of them are coming from Syria. They come throughout the Middle East. The one report, and it's still unsubstantiated, was coming from that 
weapons came from the we left in Afghanistan, they were sent to Hamas. That has never been confirmed yet, so I can't confirm that, but that's an unsubstantiated report. But Iran does send a lot of weapons shipments to um, to Hamas. All the rocket launcher, all the small arms, all the sophistication, and Iran did coordinate with Hamas, Hezbollah, and Islamic Jihad in Lebanon. And what earlier you talked about how the, the vaunted Israeli uh, intelligence, which is world-renowned, but sometimes what they do is what we do. We rely too much on intelligence, too much on high technology and not enough on the human side of things mm-hmm. and understanding that they the way to like they trained some of the terrorists they had a camp built up inside gaza they trained the terrorists but they never told them what they were training them for so they wouldn't have leaks so israel's going to get to the they're going to do a major assessment of what happened and in the past they did this in 2006 when they fought hezbollah and their their prime minister defense chief and their um, their chair version of the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff was fired and had it. to resign. So, but a lot of this the support comes from Iran. Okay. Uh, so a little something this is kind of hitting home too is that we are now seeing a lot of Palestinian support in our own country. Where is that coming from, or where is that? Where where is this? Where is this coming from? Because it's a misguided. You have a lot of support for the Palestinians because Americans don't understand the complexities of the Middle East. I would beg to ask any of those people pro to tell me the difference between a Sunni and a Shia. Mm-hmm. We had Harvard University come out in support of Hamas. Ask them, tell me the difference between... What university? Harvard University. Came out for Hamas. There was 32 student groups, <laughs> 32 student groups supporting the Palestinians. But okay, but ask people right now, explain to me what's going on in the Middle East. Explain to me the history of the Middle East. Explain how these countries were formed, how they were... Org- and most people, I would say 9 out of 10 people couldn't. Mm-hmm. Because we don't... We only see one aspect of it, and they see the big vaunted Israel picking on the poor little Palestinians. But even the Arabs... Even though they started it, it you know? This, but see, this was different. Look, if Cody, who is a little bit different in size, then starts a fight with me and I annihilate him, I'm sorry, but you threw the first punch. But see, yeah, but a lot of people aren't going to see it that way. I That's do love you, Cody, though. Here is- they just see a big guy picking on a little guy. <laughs> but see, but this one was different. Hamas has always launched rocket attacks. Hamas has, you know, captured a soldier here or a couple of civilians here. This one is different. They launched an air-sea land attack into southern Israel, killed well over 1,100 people, 40 infants beheaded them, raped and killed and systematically shot civilians, execution style. This is why, if you listen to the Israelis, they're not playing on this one. Mm-hmm. They are going to crush. I want them to let go. I want them to just go. I want them unleashed. I want to see what. <laughs> I want. Yeah, I know. I just want to. They will eradicate now the problem. The entire is, Middle East. Okay, the problem the Israelis are going to have. They can do what you suggested. The question becomes is, how far do they go? Do they eradicate Hamas? And once they eradicate Hamas, who takes over the governing of the Gaza Strip? Yeah, but see, the, it, okay, but Israel had that before, and it just became too problematic for him. 
material-wise, uh, funding-wise, and everything else. So, well, I don't think no, you got to worry about but it when it's gone. The, but the other thing that no one's talking about is President Biden, when he spoke to the nation yesterday, i got to see what he says today, never mentioned Iran. Now, you got the U.S. government, you know, John Kirby, the spokesman, you got the State Department. They're still waiting to see if there's evidence that Iran supported this. We know Iran supports Hamas. That's a given. So they should put back the sanctions on Iran. They should freeze that, uh, at the very least, freeze the 800, I mean, the $6 billion that's in that um, Omani account. So, but we need we need direction. We need um, guidance from the president. I just so far, I haven't heard that. So Johnny says, why does Israel have a border and checkpoints around Palestine? Because they they have borders and checkpoints around all their countries, and because they used to be there. So would that mean that it's a country? That goes back to the first question. It goes back. I think we're playing schematics. It's a country. It's not. But they they gave them self um, self governing, and they still because <laughs> like it all comes down to the whole question. If you believe in Palestine as a country, do you believe Israel has the right to exist? That only was changed over the last few years. A lot of the Arab countries are now supporting Israel's right to exist. Hamas doesn't support that. Hezbollah doesn't support Israel's right to resist, exist. Tehran doesn't support Israel's right to exist. So if you're going to give Palestinians to that was the whole two-state solution. That would solve the problem. The Palestinians get a statehood, and the Israelis have their own country. But... Hamas clearly doesn't want a two-state solution, and nor do they want, or Iran want, peace between the Arabs, Israelis, because no, that's going to be a bulwark against them. So, so I have a question for. Okay, um, so I have a question for you because I think you know we we're starting to talk about two different religions, two outlooks. Um, what is livelihood as a um, LGBT individual? What is um, are women allowed to talk as much as they do now? What is life under uh, like under these this regime? Under Hamas, yes. it's a dictator. It's a dictator dictatorial regime, meaning you have to adhere to the fundamentalist principles of Hamas. Now, when you talk about LGBTQ, and when Biden first became president, they flew the LGBTQ flag all our embassies and consulates around the world. Well, not everybody adheres to that. I, that supports L, the you know the the LGBTQ thing. So if you're gay in the in the in the Palestine Gaza strip or even throughout the Middle East, but you're definitely in the Gaza strip, you're dead. Mm. You you you're dead. So it's but, interesting to watch a protest here. Yeah, but the the thing is with the Hamas, Hamas follows under that Muslim brotherhood, that very very fundamental aspect of Islam. Now, oh. Islam does not preach this. When they talk about a jihad, like the Islamic jihad means holy war in Islam. But Islam doesn't preach killing innocent nice people. What it means, if we get to this point, is what that means a jihad is an internal struggle among one's own self. Not to go after and kill somebody for the good of Islam. That's not what Islam preaches. So when it comes to LGBTQ, where does, where does Israel stand? 
Israel's very open about LGBTQ issues. It's weird. <laughs> you know, like the no. one the one country that's open, they're like, no, we like the other country because they don't like us or no, something like LGBTQ, that. No, the LGBTQ, I've read many books on the subject. LGBTQ, they're very, very open um, on that issue. They're very open on their sexuality as well, far more than many countries in the Middle East. They have a more liberal... Um, socially environment in Israel than even many um, Western countries in Europe and definitely the United they States. They just can't run anything electric on a Saturday. That's their only hung up. Well, there's a lot of people that... <laughs> California, whatever. <laughs> okay, but there are a lot of people in Israel who are very devout, but there are a lot of people who... I mean, how many... I mean, all of us are Christian. How many of us go to church every Sunday? It's the same, yeah. <laughs> I got heathen over here, but I mean it's the same thing over there. There's a there's a very devout individuals, but they have a very liberal when it comes to these social issues of social norms that would be surprising most people here. And they they don't have any problems. They have gay pride days. They have gay uh, pride celebrations. And women, they have as they're much very, rights as the United old, States? Yep, even sometimes more. What about Hamas? They have as much no, rights? No. And okay. they can choose so, and all that? Uh, John, just to kind of let you know, we're going to wrap it up here. Okay. But we do have 200. 200 plus people on TikTok. So please let the people on TikTok know that we're going to hold on after we end the podcast. So just hold on for a second. We will answer every question that comes up. So, um, John, why don't you go ahead real quick and let them know how they can get a hold of us. You can get a hold of us by going to UbaldiReports at gmail.com. That's UbaldiReports at gmail.com. Or you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, and definitely TikTok. And we started to do this every week. Probably the next couple of weeks, because of the situation in the Middle East, we're probably going to stay on foreign policy. But we're going to keep hitting these issues. But also... Let me turn everything over to J- um, Joe and Ray so they can test what we do before we go back to answering your questions. So we did get great news, and we're going to go ahead and we have a, a gun range. We're going to have a gun store, gunsmithing, all this, all in, all, all in, all in house. Uh, we are All American Gunslingers. You can get us at allamericangunslingers.com to get some more information. Uh, and just stay tuned, and we will talk to you guys soon. Yeah, keep following you, Baldy Reports, but now we're going to keep going and answer some of the questions that you have. All right.